1: The Eagles are at the podium and we've got it covered here for you thanks to the fine folk at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host Michael Kist and today we've got Doug Peterson speaking with the media on Monday after the Eagles 24-21 upset win over the Saints. Since we've last spoken Rodney McLeod has been declared out for the season with a torn ACL which is a shame because he was putting together another solid season and the Eagles back end becomes an even bigger mess with him out especially in terms of pre-snap communication, and he's obviously a vocal leader in that locker room. Another ding to the secondary is Avante Maddox, who is going to miss some time with a knee injury. He's not as big of a loss as McLeod, but depth at corner is a real concern. And because Jalen Mills will be getting more quarterback reps, that's also impacting the aforementioned safety group. Making matters worse is Darius Slay, who is now in the concussion protocol. So the Eagles are getting super thin in the secondary right now hopefully Slay is okay. Doug talks about those injuries at the top and then of course he's asked about how the win happened over the Saints and how he felt about Jalen Hurts in his first start in the NFL. Doug said that he played well and I wouldn't disagree with that sentiment all things considered and he also said that after looking at the film that Hurts would be the starter after kind of creating a cliffhanger about that in his Sunday postgame presser but Hurts We'll get the start in the upcoming game against the Arizona Cardinals. As always, we here at BGN thank you for the support by subscribing, rating, leaving those written reviews in Apple Podcasts. And to truly thank you, I'm going to shut up and let Doug talk because there's a ton of subjects covered here. Let's go to that right now. Hey Doug, good afternoon. Uh, Do you have any injury updates on a few guys? I have a list here. Rodney McLeod, Avante Maddox, Darius Slay, Malik Jackson, Josh Sweat.
2: Uh, Josh Sweat um, is going to be okay. Um, he just had he just got he got chipped by the running back in the game uh, on his uh, on his right side right arm area. Uh, he's going to be okay for the game. Darius Slay um, is going to be in the concussion protocol, so n- no further. Obviously can't can't comment on that other than he's in the uh, he's in the you know the protocol. Um, Rodney McLeod. Um, uh, I can I can say he's he's going to miss the rest of the season. Um, torn ACL. Um, showed up on exam again this morning. Um, unfortunate with uh, with him that uh, he's going to miss he's going to miss the remainder of of this season. And uh, Avante Maddox um, will also miss some time uh, here in the next couple of weeks.
1: Um, I was asking you uh, if now that you've watched the film, uh, do you have any better idea as to who will start on Sunday?
2: Yeah, after going through the film and and really um, looking back, even to last week and and, and the preparation and everything, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with Jalen uh, this week uh, as as the starter.
1: Uh, can I follow up on that real quick? Um, yesterday during your press conference, it sounded like uh, you chose your words a little carefully when it came to either praising Jalen or, and I was wondering, did you weigh you know Carson's feelings on that? Or was it also part of it, you know, you, you don't want to put too much pressure on this kid who just went out and performed for you uh, going down the road? Yeah, you know, I
2: I was thinking of a lot of things, quite honestly. I, I was thinking of Carson, but I was thinking about the rest of the team and how the rest of the team played, you know, in the game. And and Jalen did, after looking at the film again today, I mean, Jalen played well. I mean, he, he was a big part of, you know, the success we had on offense and, and obviously helping us win that football game. But there were a lot of other great individual performances on both sides of the ball, right? I I, th- I think of Miles Sanders. I think of, you know, Josh Sweat and Javon Hargrave. And, you know, Fletcher Cox had a big game, big sack. We had two defensive takeaways in the game. You know, so there were there were a lot of positives coming out of the football game. And I just didn't want to say, hey, it was all about one guy. Because, you know, you guys know me and, and my answers. And I, I've always been about the team. And, and really, that was a team win yesterday. We'll go to Zach Berman and then Jeff McClain.
3: You're now eleven and two with starting your backup quarterback, excluding that 2017 Week 17 game. Why do you think you've had so much success without your starting quarterback? And and do you think as a play caller, you call a better game for the backup?
2: You know, Zach, I I, I think that's a it's a great question, and and it's something I've I have thought about that. Um, I, I I think about. I think about not just our team, but I think about other teams in the National Football League who who play a backup quarterback, right? And and the success that those teams have. I, I think about think about New Orleans. Think about the opponent we just played with Taysom Hill. I, I think they're now three and one with with Taysom Hill as a starter this year. And and go back when Teddy Bridgewater played a couple of years ago. I think he was five and zero oh with with New Orleans. And and you can you can pick out a lot of different teams that have had backup quarterbacks with success and you know there's just not necessarily a lot of film out there on these guys i i think as play callers as as, as you put plans together maybe you keep things a, a touch smaller you keep the, the verbiage down a little bit maybe you pull back or pull plays that you've used um you know earlier in the season time on task all kinds of things kind of play into that and and um you know, and then and then of course you know, you gotta take the, 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 the backup quarterback himself. You know, he's get, getting an opportunity to play, um, tends to play well and, and you always you always see what's gonna happen, you know, the next time out, right? So um it, it's hard to pinpoint, but I think you can put uh you, you can kinda of point a
1: finger at a couple of things. Go ahead, Jeff and then Kristen. And Doug, if if I could follow up on that though. Uh, you know, you you mentioned the Saints and and how Sean Payton was able to have sex success with Bridgewater and Taysom, but he had great success previously with Drew Brees. So conversely, your record with Carson is just a little over five hundred. So is it fair to question whether the chemistry between you and Carson uh, isn't what it is when you have a backup as your carter, as your quarterback?
2: No, and, and and listen, Carson and I, our relationship's great. I mean, it's we've had we've had great communication, and um, you know. I, I just look at this year and the amount of, you know, the adversity that we've been faced and played with, you know, all season and, and, um, you know, trying to, trying to make things work, but, but um, you know, there's, there's, there's no issue with Carson and I, I, you know, I I look at maybe, maybe what, what I do or how I call the game, maybe I can approach it a little bit differently, you know, uh, moving forward that way. Uh, But um, you know, that's something that uh, I haven't, uh, uh, you know, listen, Teams have a lot of film on your starter. They have ways to prepare for your starter, and and uh, you know uh, they can, they can take away certain things, and, and we we've got to be able to you know compensate for that. And but uh, there, there's been no there's been no issue between us.
1: Go ahead, Kristen, and then Tim.
0: Hey, Doug. To that point, talking with some of the guys yesterday, they said they felt like the flow of the game was different. Did you feel the same way? And then how do you build off of that with Hertz now as a starting quarterback for the second straight week?
2: Um. Yeah. I felt like the flow was, was different. And, and that obviously started with me as the, as the play caller. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, we, we try to go into every game and try to keep a defense off balance. And, and I felt yesterday, you know, each week, sometimes on Monday, I, I sit up here and I go, Hey, we, we got to do better on first down. We got to stay ahead of the chains. Yesterday we were able to do that. Whether, whether it was first and 10 into a second eight second seven or even a second and 10 we didn't have many second long situations now we got ourselves into trouble on third down with some penalties uh but but we were able to stay ahead of the chains and so when you do that it becomes a little bit um uh, you know I, I even hate to say the word easier but it but it but the rhythm and the flow of the game you can keep a, a defense off balance and and, and have a little more rhythm and I, I credit the offensive line yesterday for uh, really blocking and 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 doing a great job against a defensive front that uh, is probably one of the best ones we've seen all year, um, and and then being able to uh, you know the off schedule plays that Jalen had in the ball game really kind of kept the defense off balance and that, and that's what you try to do each week and and then and then try to pick your spots on uh you know on some shot plays Tim and then less. With the with the play calling looking a bit different with, between the quarterbacks
0: uh, with Carson and the backups, how much of that is um, you uh, having handed the keys to to Carson in a sense? I mean, you've talked about how he's gained responsibility uh, over the offense as the years have gone on. I mean, how much of it is is that it's it's kind of built in
1: his likeness, or he's he's got control more control of what's happening?
2: Yeah, that's one of the things that I I really appreciate about Carson is is I want him to have control. I want him to have the ability to get us in and out of 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 bad plays or you know plays that 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 aren't conducive to to the what we're seeing you know defensively on the, on that snap and um we've given him that that uh, freedom he's, he's that type of quarterback that can do that and um and at the same time you know we we've had we've had success doing that cuz he 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 can he can do that he can get us out out of some plays but you know and so yesterday our mindset going into the game was you know, just Jalen, just just run the offense, right? Just we we didn't give him a lot of we didn't give him a lot of freedom in this game. We just wanted him to go out first, start in the National Football League, just go play, and and much like Carson, his first first start in the National Football League, just go play, and and then and then you you continue to to grow and and build and and uh, and, and take what we've you know the successes we had you know in the game yesterday and try to try to build upon that you know this week, but. Um, that's one of the things with Carson that that I've appreciated with him is just how how smart he is to be able to you know uh, fix protection, fix plays, get us in get us in you know in better plays and out of bad ones. Is it possible that you've given him too much freedom. I, I don't think so. I mean, I think I think we have to be careful with the amount of. I think that goes with any quarterback around the league. I, I just don't think it's with Carson, but I think it's any uh, any starter that you. You, you, as play callers and play designers that you give these guys too much, too much uh, uh, on their plate. And, and you got to be careful there. There is a fine line
1: lesson then, Ruben. Hi,
2: Don. Uh, it looked like the saints really did make some adjustments in the second half and kind of shut the offense down a little bit, except for the the drive after the Josh sweat strip sack. How different does it have to be next week? I mean, uh, you talked about teams not having film obviously the Cardinals are going to see this. Uh, are you going to be able to get, you know,
1: a hundred yards rushing out of Jalen next week? And, you know, what has to be different going forward for the offense to continue to succeed? with them? Well,
2: um, you know, the second half of the game yesterday was, was probably more about us, um, kind of, kind of shooting ourselves in the foot, um, you know, failed to, uh, Failed to execute, you know, really that, that opening drive of the of the second half, uh, when we had it when we had an opportunity there to uh, to stay on the field, um, it really wasn't about what what New Orleans did, um, and and then and then just being able to capitalize it, it's called it you know you just we have to sustain and you know um, do I do I want to run Jalen Hurts 18 times? I mean you don't want to run your quarterback 18 times, right? Not in this league. Um, because you, you see the amount of amount of you know hits that he took. And do I want Miles Sanders to do what he did? Yeah, I, I would rather give those those rushing attempts to him and Boston and Corey and the guys and and uh use Jalen and the quarterbacks when you know when we have to. But you know, we're, we're gonna you know each each week's a little bit different from a from a game plan you know uh, standpoint, and those are things that we as coaches you know, look at today and tomorrow and and put a plan together and, and, uh, you know, practice and go play, but you you never know how a game's going to unfold either. You know, I have a plan in my head that I want to, I want to approach the game a certain way. And, you know, um, when it works out, it's great. And when it doesn't, you, you gotta, you gotta find something else to do, right? You gotta, you gotta find another set of plays and, and try to make some things work. So, um, You know, we'll we'll see how it goes this week, but hopefully we can build on what we did yesterday.
0: Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels. But now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in.
2: Hey, Doug, um, getting back to the secondary and the injuries, um, is there any chance at all that Craven or Craig James would be available to you? I know you haven't even opened their practice window. Um, and also Grayland Arnold and uh, Michael Jaquette, uh, were out for the week. Do you anticipate getting them back and just, you know, how serious is this whole secondary situation? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that, that Michael and, and Grayland, um, you know, their injuries are, are, are a little less than, you know, than, than, uh, um. Uh, you know, LeBlanc's and um, uh, Craig James that you had mentioned. So uh, I'm hopeful and optimistic that those two guys can make a return. We'll see how the week goes, obviously. And, and um, we got we got a couple of days here before we hit the practice field. But um, I'm optimistic that those two guys will, will be able to get, at least get out there on Wednesday and, and begin their practice uh, uh, in preparation for Arizona.
1: Oh, and then Chris Franklin. Doug, how much of the uh, the no sacks was a result of of Jalen's ability to make plays with his legs, and how much was was the offensive line, and and I guess who stood out on the offensive line?
2: Yeah, you know, one of the things that Jalen did well um, when he was out of the pocket and there and there was nowhere to run or nowhere to throw is that he threw the ball away, right? And that that just helps your offensive line. It doesn't put you in a bad a bad situation, it doesn't put you in a second long situation or a third long situation, and you know, I, I think. Looking at the offensive line, I mean, really across the board, they all played extremely well. Um, you know, it, it wasn't perfect. I think Jack Driscoll played extremely uh, tough and physical against a a really really good defensive end, and 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 then uh, Malata uh, did a nice job on the left side. Got beat a couple times, but but uh, overall, you know, uh, showed showed some promise there and sh- showed you know improvement there. I thought Isaac and Kelsey and really you know, uh, Herbig in the, in, in the interior part really did a nice job, not only in the run game, but also in pass protection. This was a very active, uh, stunting, defensive line, linebacker, pick games, all kinds of things up front. And I thought for the most part, uh, they did a really good job, uh, you know, blocking this front. And then Jalen, Jalen being able to step up in the pocket, obviously elude uh, the rush a couple times and, and extend plays with his legs. So that's all that's all part of pass protection, and uh, the guys did a did a good job. Pressing the Nick. Hey, Doug. Rodney was one of the vocal leaders on this team. How are
3: you? How will you be able to replace that? And who are some guys do you feel that could step up and fill that void?
2: You know, I've challenged the team every week that that everybody on the team can be a leader, right? I mean, every, you know, he doesn't need to necessarily be the most veteran player. Anybody can lead. Um, but yeah, you're right. Rodney was a big vocal leader on this team. I, I would expect. Guys like Jalen Mills, you know, to step up. I would think guys like, you know, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, guys like Vinnie Curry on defense, guys are really going to, you know, even Darius Slay, guys, you know, really would rally around that and, and step up and, and bring some of these young guys along, you know, just like on offense with guys like, you know, with, with Kelsey and, and, uh, even, even Alshon Jeffrey with the, with the young receivers and, uh, Miles Sanders. I mean, these guys are, uh, you know, great leaders in their own right and, and, um, you know, I would expect the majority of those guys to really step up now in the next, you know, these next three weeks and, uh, you know, uh, pull everybody together.
1: Nick and then Rob.
2: Hi, Doug. Uh, you mentioned the young offensive linemen. Uh, you know, where do you see guys like, uh, well,
1: my, my lot, I mean, obviously he's played both sides. But a guy like Nate Herbig, uh, is he a kind of guy that you can maybe look at and he can step in for Kelsey, you know, when Kelsey
2: finally decides to walk away? Uh, or is he more of a guard? You know he he's he's we've cross trained him at both positions it, it's at guard and center and and he can play both you know right guard and left guard which is which is uh, you know very valuable for us um, you know and and um, I I think his best position is probably guard uh, being able to be able to be a, a swing guard you know play play left and right but uh, if we ever got in a pinch and and I mean we're we're, we're getting in a pinch I guess with with uh, with the amount of offensive linemen we have. Um, that he could he could step in and play some center. He's done that before, and and uh, could probably do that if uh, if we needed to.
1: We have time for a couple more, so we'll wrap it up with Rob and then Daniel.
3: Hey Doug, when we talk about the team's record with backup quarterbacks, and much of the conversation is, well, Doug must be playing calling a game differently, or Carson must not be doing something. But how much of it is the team itself stepping up, rallying around a backup quarterback, and maybe executing? a little bit better because they know it's on them to do that for their backup the franchise guy's not out there.
2: You know, Rob, I think that's uh that's a big part of it as well. You know, um I think everybody rallies around and and like you said, I I I see guys sort of step their game up, right, when the when when a backup comes in and And, um, because, because it just, they have to do their job even, even better as one of the things I did last week was just kind of, kind of challenge everybody on offense to do, and coaches included too, to, you know, and, and, this is something we've, we've, we've struggled with all season, but be able to, you know, coach a little bit better, uh, execute a little bit better in practice, uh, and, and really do the little things, right. Do the little things to, to help. The backup quarterback and 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 if, if they do their job then it makes the backup quarterback just have to do his job and just distribute the ball and and uh get us you know in and out of the right plays and um so yeah I agree with the fact that everybody around the backup quarterback you know has to pick up their game and support because you know you can't you can't do it yourself go ahead Daniel
0: Hey, Doug. Uh, last night, um, eight of your 11 starters on offense were 25 or younger, um, and you had a bunch of guys who are 23 or younger. Uh, beyond just energy, what have you seen those younger guys, you know, bring to this team at some of those important positions like the offensive line?
2: Well, you know, I mean, it's it, it's exciting to have, you know, the amount of young players that are playing um, and getting valuable time, you know, whether it's offense, defense, or on special teams, it's just, it, it's just going to go to help your, uh, the support of the long-term, you know, roster, uh, makeup, I guess. And, and, you know, having these young guys out there, it, it is, it is a, you know, uh, a little more energetic, you know, they bring, uh, they bring a little more tempo, upbeat, uh, mentality, attitude. Um, and, and it's sort of a, it's 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 kind of refreshing in a way because they they really they don't know what they don't know yet right i mean it's they're they're new to the league and they want to play and they want to do well and and uh they just they just, just enjoy having fun and they really haven't learned what the nfl is is all about and and um you know and, and that comes with time but i love i love seeing these guys out there and and uh, rallying around each other supporting each other uh having fun with one another and and we saw it you know in the game yesterday and and um it it was kind of good to get back to that uh emotion you know of of winning and and feeling what it's like to win and uh you know sustain a lead and 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 hang on to a lead and you know finish the football game and um against a good opponent that's that's what you saw out of the young guys yesterday
1: you can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.
0: Here's the truth about AI. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into.